What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. This man has just entered the gas price madness zone, pushed over the edge by skyrocketing gas prices. The remedy? Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Hey, wait a minute. Did you just say there's a free app I can get that'll actually pay me cash back on every gallon of gas I buy? Yes. Escape the gas price madness zone with the Upside app and earn real cash back on every gallon of gas you buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough of the theatrics. Just tell me more about this Upside app. Okay. It's super easy. Just download the free app and use it whenever you buy gas. Upside users can earn hundreds of dollars in cash back. Wow. Thanks, announcer guy. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code MINUTE for an extra 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code MINUTE for a 25 cents per gallon or more bonus on your first tank. Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. This is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. How are you today? How was your Thanksgiving? My turkey came out great. I cooked myself. I didn't cook myself. I cooked the dinner myself. With that, some help, a lot of help from my family. They uh, did a lot of cleanup, helped me with some of the... Yeah, Abby's very good with that. So we had a wonderful day not working. You know, I used to love working on Thanksgiving. I'll talk to that a little later, but uh, I'm getting over working the holidays. I like spending it with, uh, well, especially since I had my, my stepdaughter, my wife, and, you know, my wife's stepdaughter were, were a unit. So... Whenever, you know, everyone's home and stuff like that, like do that. It's an arbitrary date. Whatever you give significance to a date, it's important to be there for it. And Thanksgiving's one of them. And uh, with a lot of people asking, you know, are you open on Thanksgiving Day? People that live down here, and I understand they don't like to cook. They like to go someplace else. And they're willing to part with some of their cash. I understand that. But there's some moments you really don't want to miss with your family. And Thanksgiving and Christmas is is one of them. And I know a lot of you that listen who are in the business or once worked in the business, you can commiserate. The bad thing about being in the business during the holidays and having to work the holidays, the good thing is about being in the business is that you have to work the holidays. The good and the bad. It depends on if you don't want to spend it with your family, it's a great excuse to say, hey, listen, I got to work. Sorry, can't be there. Save some turkey for me. We know it's a forced, it's a forced congregation to see people that are in the family. Some of the family units are very, what would you call it, Hallmark-esque. Everyone gets along. It's very pleasant. It's very sweet. 
they don't really show what a lot of the Thanksgiving and Christmas get-togethers are like. And that's someone, you know, it's not always just getting boozed up. It's just people, angry people getting together, airing their differences. And a lot of people can really, you know, the bigger the gatherings, sometimes the more rambunctious the guests are. But we had a wonderful time. I did my podcast earlier in the day. We did the cooking. I did one thing with the turkey. I cooked it upside down, meaning breast side down. You know, put it on a couple celery stalks. I stuffed it with some herbs and spices and stuff like that. And you know, rub butter on it and seasoned the outside. And then I covered it and I cooked it upside down because this Cuban woman told me to do it. That's the way her grandmother used to do it. Her mo- or I think her mother. Her mother used to do it. And she goes, just cook it, cover it. And then the last hour, 45 minutes, uncover it. And I did that. I left for 15 minutes. I left the backside exposed, the bottom. And then I flipped it up. And it came out pretty good. This isn't a cooking show, but it worked pretty good for me. And the the drumsticks for a change and the breast were moist. And I didn't I didn't have to baste it. I mean, there's a lot of fucking work to do that with a big bird. You got to go in there and hit it with, I think people say brine it. You know, you got to brine it. You got to deep fry it. You got to do all these things. You can do all those things, any of those things. I wouldn't do it all at the same time. You know, I don't know if you brine a fried turkey. And, and you know how I feel about single-use items. That turkey fryer thing is is like a bagel maker Belgian waffle maker and thing it's only made, it's only for those things now obviously you can fry a chicken in a turkey base yes you can fry a lot of things you do a whole shitload of french fries at one time but mainly a turkey fryer is for frying a turkey unless you're going to fry a turkey a couple times a year I'm not going to do it and what are you going to do with the goddamn oil you save the oil for a year you know I would take it and I'd give it to one of those rendering companies that use it for making biodiesel or something like that. I wouldn't want to toss vegetable oil, even though it's vegetable oil and may not be bad for the environment. I just don't want to toss it. Just wasteful. It's wasteful. But I'm sure fried turkey is great. I'm sure it's great. And I'm sure it provides a lot of fun for so many people that don't know how to fry turkeys when they take a wet turkey and they put it, you know, plop it into... The thing is started a little fire. You know, they say one of the biggest calls on in the United States on Thanksgiving Day for fire departments <coughs> are responding to people frying turkeys. And I did mention brining. And, uh, you know, there's probably a beer can turkey. I don't know how that's going to help with the legs because the turkey is biologically designed not to be cooked correctly. I mean, it has that huge empty cavity in the center, 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 center. I'm not drinking. I didn't drink yesterday. But the, uh, the, what happens is when you get it all done, the, uh, the drumsticks and the breasts get dried out because there's so much of it. So hence cooking it upside down and the legs, I'm going to, I'm beating a dead turkey, aren't I? I should just stop fucking talking about it. So it worked out great. We had a great time. My daughter made pumpkin pie. 
She made pumpkin pie. She didn't take a frozen one and stuff. She took, you know, she didn't make it straight from my 15-year-old daughter. She's getting into the, uh, Sky is getting into the uh, habit of becoming the family baker. I mean, obviously some of it's from mixes and stuff like that, but she made a great pumpkin pie, old-style pumpkin pie. And the wife helped with the, the uh, dressing and the green beans, and uh, she cut the potatoes, and I, I handled the turkey and mashed the potatoes and did the stuffing after she got all, that, all the stuff we wanted to add to it. And it turned out just the three of us. And we had a huge amount of food because Skye doesn't eat meat anymore. So it was just Abby and I. And Abby eats about a third of what I eat. So mainly the turkey eating is left up to me. And I I only had like an 11, 12 pound turkey. We didn't make a big dent. We ate about a quarter of it. And today... Uh, I'll talk about what I did today and and tell you what I ate. Not that it's very exciting, but today when I came back from doing all the things I did in the morning, I got up early. I got to work today at four. It's a Friday. And part of the the routine, well, I'll do that and then I'll go into the, the turkey thing. This is, I know it's unorderly. It's not an ordered presentation. But then again, the show is an order presentation. I try writing some things down, and this is what I do. So, what I decided to do, we went to bed at a decent hour, 11.30. I go to bed 11.30, 12 o'clock on the nights I work and stuff like that. And I was able to sleep till like 5.30, 6 o'clock. And I got up at... Right around the time the, the wife wakes up, around 6.30, 6.15. And I wanted to go, our local place here, our local supermarket, the only place down here in the Keys, in the Upper Keys, until you go 20 miles south to get your Christmas tree, is at our local grocery store, Publix. And they get it the day after. And usually it comes in the middle of the night or something like that. They unload the trees. I guess they come in at 5, 6 in the morning and do it. Well, I'm the Publix doesn't open till 7. So here I am. It's 7 o'clock. I jump in the car. I'm about uh, half a mile away. I drive over there. And don't you know it, I'm thinking I'm going to be the third one there. There's already about 12 people there. And there's people leaving with their trees. And the thing with this public, you think, oh, well, they're going to get more trees. You know, it's the first day. No, they only get one delivery of trees down here. So if you don't get your tree, you got to go and find it. There's another place south of here, which is pretty expensive. And there's north on the mainland. And... There were some other people I was talking to that said they were wanting to get a tall tree. And I said, well, I, we, can go, we can't go much more over seven feet because there are ceilings. you got to think of your stands. And I show up there, and there's it's three after seven. And don't you know, I made this comment in previous years. Everyone's waiting in line. I'm thinking, what are you waiting in line for? Grab your tree and go. 
They're doing that shit. Everyone does. Everyone does this. Open them up. Take a look. They open up. They got to open them. Open this one. Open this one. Open this one. Right? And you got to have the perfect tree. I never open up my trees until I get home. I've been slightly off on that. Today, when I did it, I was I was about to grab it, and I said, I don't open the trees. I'm talking to these guys waiting. He goes, oh, you got to wait for the guy to open the tree. I said, I don't open the trees. He goes, watch out. Those trees are skinny. I said, those trees are skinny. I go, well, I don't give a shit. I mean, it's just like, you ever seen Charlie Brown, uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas? Remember the tree? Those trees need homes. Those trees, those, there's going to be the shittiest trees left over from opening are going to be bought. They're going to be in somebody's house. And after you decorate it, there's nothing wrong with that. And yes, I'll talk about the ski. What is the tree is a little skinny, but it's not as wide as we're used to, but it is beautiful. And you know what? I will take a picture of the shape of the tree. And then next Next show, maybe tomorrow or Monday, we'll have a picture of the, uh, well, definitely would be after today because I'm not decorating it. So I'll, I'll, I'll put a picture of the tree. It's slender. It's still opening up. I think it's going to be, it's a beautiful, I think it's a beautiful tree for our house. And that's that. So I went and did that, 7 o'clock. Today's Friday. I have to teach my class, my spin class at 9 a.m. It's at the gym at the hospital, which is about 12 miles south of here. I mean, 12. Yeah, 12, 11, 12 miles south. And since it was Thanksgiving, I recommitted myself this past year to working out lifting weights twice a day and doing cardio twice a week other than my spin class. So that's spin class, spin class, which is two cardio, four cardios, two weightlifting. Because I'm getting older. Try to preserve that body. Right? Fighting Father Time. And Father Time is a badass because he has some slick moves. But I am, I guess I'm doing all right. I don't post my pictures on Facebook. I don't take a picture of me while I'm working out. Uh, I don't really have an idea. I don't have a perception of what I look like. I'm told I'm looking lean and mean, which works for me. But it's not for looks. It's for my fitness level. So I went and did that. I went, got the tree, went and lifted weights, and then taught my spin class and Right before the spin class, we started talking about Thanksgiving. And an English fellow, an English fellow, not a person that speaks English, a guy from England who's taking my class comes. We start talking. We start talking about Thanksgiving. And he celebrated with his father, whose father's, I, I thought it was interesting because he has an English accent. So his father, I'm assuming his father has an English accent too, unless he was raised over in England. So. But his father is in an assisted living facility. On the mainland, and he was celebrating Thanksgiving with his father, having a Thanksgiving meal with him. And we started talking about Happy Thanksgiving. He goes, well, everyone had a pretty good Thanksgiving. And he goes, except maybe for the Native Americans. And I made a mis- I must have made a mistake this morning because part of my routine in the morning is I take two, I take supplements in the morning. 
Neutrogenics, it's a testosterone thing. I take two of them before I work out. And I take a Clarity, which is for mind, kind of like a mind-boosting thing. But it, it keeps me from getting sleepy in the middle. I'm drowsy. It keeps mellowed out. But it's over-the-counter. And it was dark when I took these. So I, may, I think I, take, I took two Clarity. Clarity, not Claritins. Clarity, it's called. And didn't take the nutrigenics because I'm struggling lifting weights today. But when I started talking to the English fellow and he mentioned, well, the Native Americans, I went on a 15-minute soliloquy on how the Native Americans were screwed, how one guy said, well, we give them everything now. And I said, hey, listen, it's nothing compared to what we took from blah, 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 blah. I went forever on that. And then we segued into England and the French. He says, well, and the English guy goes and says, well, we can blame the, I'll blame the French for doing that to the Indians. I said, listen, if the French had the opportunity, and I went on my thing, my, I'm not going to talk about this now, but I was going on for about five, 10 minutes. I couldn't believe I did it. And it was all guys going to my class. And I go in there and I explain the whole situation. I said, I think I took two of this supplement, the brain supplement. And I didn't take the nutrigenics instead. Because, man, I was fired up. And I was struggling with it. And I felt, I felt good after I was done. But I got to be careful what I put in what I'm putting in my body. None of it's prescription strength, so I don't have to. But you can, you can, there is a possibility you could do too much of one thing, right? Like B12 shots and things like that. You can overdo it. So I did that. I came back. We, The daughter and I, uh, I got back at a little after 10. We put the tree up, so it's opening up right now. It's in the corner of our living room and the daughter needs a ride south so we ended up uh, she just got her driver's permit and we drove together before but we used to drive in the parking lot of the supermarket of the elementary school after hours and the back of the supermarket not after hours necessarily but later in the day off season when there wasn't a lot of people driving around it when they didn't get deliveries at the shopping center. Just a big place to drive. It was like a half-mile circuit. So now it was the first time I ever got on a road with her on the... I call it highway, but it is overseas highway, it's called. So we pull off our... We're pulling our street. I didn't want... It was the first time she would drive in my car on the highway or pulling off her street on the highway. It's across a, a four-lane road she needs to pull across. So I'm thinking, she's done it before... But I don't want to just pop that on her. So I, we went and blocked down, and I, I wanted her to make a right on the overseas highway so she doesn't have to go across two lanes of traffic. She only has to join two lanes of traffic. Because I figure we can just ease into that next one. She can get the feel for the car going at 45 miles an hour, which she hasn't done before, or 50 miles an hour. And showing her blind spots and things like that. And after she, I dropped her off at her friend, she said to me, oh, I apologize for making, you know, mistakes driving I said you didn't make any mistakes you're learning how to drive this is the time I want you to make the mistakes when you're on the road with me and she didn't make a bad enough and she, you know you know she did what any normal person does doesn't know about blind spots when she was going in the left lane she 
they didn't see the vehicle and it was it was coming up you know so I did that and then I got back now I had a banana and a roll and I don't talk about this too often but I get the hangries as much as anybody else I do I can I cannot I can eat or not eat at any time of the day. Really. I love eating. I do. So when I got today, we have all this shitload of leftovers. And I'm thinking of a hot turkey sandwich. Well, I made a hot turkey sandwich, a mashed potato pancake with stuffing and cranberry sauce for lunch. And I just overcarbed it. I just overcarbed it. And you know, you don't know about me and carbs. When I eat carbs, I get sleepy. So I have my coffee. I'm doing a podcast. And I'm thinking, when is this going to hit my brain, my body? I just start getting sleepy in the middle. I know if I had to drive, I'd have to, it'd be, it would be terrifying after I eat a meal like that with the bread, the stuffing, the potatoes. And needless to say, the tryptophan from the turkey. It's just in the middle of the day. I mean, I get this thing right around 3 o'clock. Hopefully, I get it right around 1 o'clock so I can kind of crash a little. I don't want to do it in the middle of the podcast, though. I really don't. Well... That to reflect back on the tree, I'm still, I'm still holding fast to my tradition of not opening up a tree. And people will say to you, Jim, they're there to do it. Everyone opens up the tree. No, not everyone opens up the tree. It seems like tree shaming almost. Look, at it. no, that one's not full enough. That's not the. Oh, I just want the tree to be perfect. What? Why not just get a tree and put it up? I mean, obviously, there's bad trees where there's one side, there's nothing, and the other side is full. Yes, I understand there's bad trees. you got to make do, man. Put your best face forward on a tree. If you, one side's bad, put that in a corner. Unless you're one of these crazy people that have the tree in the center of a room. I'm not saying you're crazy. I mean, if your room's designed like that, that is some room to put a room, you know, with the tree in the center. What are you doing? A staging of White Christmas or something like that? We have all these kids come out dressed up like elves. I just heard a letter, a letter, a news item about there being a Santa shortage, a mall Santa shortage. And I was talking about how, you know, maybe it is they're doing more in-depth background checks. Right? And with those background checks, they're going to start saying, hey, weren't, this guy was a Boy Scout leader, and now he's, uh, he's no longer in the Boy Scouts, and now he's doing, the, he's doing Santa Claus. Why aren't you doing it? Well, they automatically think pedophilia or something like that. Is he a sex offender? Can't be a sex offender. Can't have anything. Can't, you know, background checks. Everyone does background checks nowadays, especially for people that deal with kids got to do those background checks right you don't want it someone is a you know 
is in and out for drug use and stuff like that, working at a pharmacy. Right? Kind of makes sense. I mean, eventually they might be. I don't know what the rules on that. If you have a drug offense, are you allowed to work at a pharmacy? I don't know. I know I wouldn't really want to do that. If someone was arrested for, let's say, always always brandishing weapons, I don't know if he'd give him a job at a gun store. I don't know if that's the right metaphor. Sometimes it works. But we are, it's Friday, so, you know, I turned off, it was the first time I had to turn off all I asked for, uh, all I want for Christmas is you. I, t- I heard that starting. Ding, 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 ding. And then, boom, change. Not ready for it yet. Still not ready, even though I got the tree up. This went, uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe Tuesday, I'll start putting the lights on the outside. I'm not going to, I'm not going to rush. I'm not, I'm not that crazy. I mean, we take it down by the 6th. The 6th of January. I would take it down the 2nd, though. I know it's depressing for people when they see it when you're taking down the Christmas, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Christmas season is Christmas season. There's 12 days of Christmas. There's a song. There's Advent. Advent is longer. That's more religious. But the traditional one is 12 days of Christmas, right? I think that starts Christmas Eve. 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, no, 31st, 2nd, 3rd, Okay, starting Christmas, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, I'm doing anything, 31. I think that's 15 days of Christmas. You know, if you go to the 6th, hmm, right? Is that the time they do it? On the 12th days of Christmas, I mean, 6 days? It's on the 25th to the 31st and 60. Yeah, six days, 12. The Feast of the uh, Three Kings. That's in some cultures and some last month was Canadians uh, Thanksgiving. They don't start celebrating Christmas then. But right now with it's Black Friday, people are out shopping and shit like that. And they're so they're saying that this year is going to be busier than last year, even with all the inflation. And you know what? That will increase inflation. Right? Demand increases price. So there's going to be someone, whatever the hot toy is this year. If it's, not in, if it's in short supply, if it's a hot toy, it will be in short supply. Somebody's going to be paying out their ass for it. And they're going to be scrambling for it. Fortunately, we have a little more leeway in our family. And uh, I have to start purchasing things. I have to get it done now. I have to get it done now. I'm going to see what... I'm going to get the stuff that people need. And what? Need and what? That Instead of want and need. Christmas is usually something someone wants. 
need you get whenever, at least in the family, we get whenever we need it. So that we are in the midst of it. We're going to be talking about it, I think, in about two, three weeks. Not this Monday, but two, two Mondays. I have my work Christmas party. And it's going to be at a restaurant, which is nice. I don't have to, you go in some place, you sit down, you don't have to help out, you don't feel guilty about cleaning up and stuff like that. I always do that. I always do that. I always feel like I'm cleaning up, putting, helping the bartender get set up. I'm really, really looking forward to it. And it's on a day, the Christmas party's on a day I'm off. So it's not like I'm losing out on that. So I'm looking forward to that. How was your Thanksgiving? I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And for those uh, foreigners, people that listen to the show, in India, Taiwan, it's Thanksgiving commemorates a somewhat factual, somewhat fictional banquet that occurred between Settlers in the Massachusetts region and Native Americans. It was a harvest. It's, it commemorates a harvest festival, but they call it Thanksgiving, where you go and give, you're giving thanks for God's bounty and land and friendship and family and all these things. And that's, and it's become turned into the thing that the components of. Thanksgiving, the turkey, the stuffing, and all that stuff. That most likely all but the squash and the corn are probably the constituent things they may have eaten at original harvest banquet. And there's no guarantee there's a bunch of Indians and pilgrims sat together at a table. Because if you think how how segregated this country was for years. I don't think like 400 years ago there was a group of people say, yeah, we're really, we're really woke and we're going to sit down with these Native Americans who in half dress and we're conservative Protestants and we're going to sit right next to half-closed Natives. No, I don't think that happened. I don't think they like, some of those don't want to sit next to them now. 400 years ago, I think they were chomping at the bit, you know, right right after, a couple of years after supposedly the first Thanksgiving was some of the first, uh, you know, military engagements between the settlers and Native Americans that didn't end until Wounded Knee. So there's a long history of that. And just so you don't think I'm that down on Europeans and stuff like that, the way I view it, the way I view it, is when any culture gets the upper hand and they arrive and they create a economic zone of interest. I know that sounds really kind of complex, but when, when they set up, when they came over here, they set up the farmland and they figure they're going to trade. Eventually, this is all eyes on trade with the motherland where you came from because you can't just live in one place you're going to have to get iron 
all, all this stuff, finished good, goods because, you know, like cloth. I mean, even though they didn't have a lot of glass, they have a glass, pewter, all that stuff was coming from overseas. And you trade what you have, furs, corn, whatever, whatever you're growing, tobacco, it, it came out of the Virginia colony. And so it was an economic zone, really. And it just kept on growing and growing as more settlers arrived. And I'm sure the first Indians thought, well, these hundred people, they're not they're not prepared. It's like someone, the pilgrims were similar to someone showing up at, let's say, a winter encampment at Yosemite with some Afghan blankets uh, sneakers and sweat sweatshirts and sweatpants and a couple jars of peanut butter with no no lighters they did have things to chop down trees that's it they had muskets and things to chop down trees so they were ill prepared because they didn't know what the hell they were getting into they brought the shit that they bring they would have brought to farmland in England to till that. They didn't think that. They they thought there was going to be fields. No, there's some fields, but they were mainly woodlands. They had to clear a lot of land in order to get farmland. Because there wasn't... I mean, I don't know where they thought that the land was going to, you know, it's, oh, well, we'll have farmland here. It'll be here. And then they'd be farm, farming on places where trees didn't grow, which is more like swampy lands and things like that. So they were all prepared. And I guess after the first year, you'd have to be thankful if everyone's still alive when you're ill prepared for something like that. And that's my reality-based Thanksgiving. Nowadays, it's you're thankful that we got a can of cranberry sauce, you got the right stuffing, you got the gravy mix, you got the turkey, and the heat's on. And you're able, to, your oven's working in the refrigerator. And you got enough beer for your Uncle Bill. That's a great Thanksgiving. Well, I'm going to be wrapping. I don't know if I'm, yeah, I'm going to be wrapping this up pretty soon. I'd like to thank you for uh, everyone, everyone that's been downloading extra episodes. Thank you. If you can, download as many. It's really helping our numbers. It's helping our ranking. It's getting more and more people in more and more states to listen to this. I like that. It's spread out. Uh, this is uh, my Thanksgiving. I give thanks. For the listeners and this Christmas season, hopefully we'll have some exciting things to talk about. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. I do appreciate for listening. If you have any questions, please send your questions to jimatkeysbartender.com and keep on downloading those episodes. I will talk to you later and I'll make sure I'm, I'm going to get that picture right now. And I'll put the, the tree. Oh! While I'm at it, while I remember, in my bar, there's a jukebox. And it's, 
I forget the name of it, but it has an online application where you can order, you can play songs on the jukebox by prompting it with your smartphone. And before you do that, we can set the jukebox to the genre of music. And it's always like a big thing. Some people want today's country. I'm not a big fan of today's country. I'm more classic rock. Or blues. Or adult contemporary. Or easy listening. Or regional Mexican. I put it on regional Mexican because when we have our... uh, one of our bussers, who's also the cleaning woman in the morning, Mary, I make sure when she's working and I'm there, and that's on Sunday mornings, I think, we put on the regional Mex- Mexican channel until the, we open up and we play Mexican music. Because everyone has a chance to hear the genre they want. So I had, I think, adult contemporary or easy listening. And one song keeps on showing up every day on It's Easy Listening. Wildwood Days. Wildwood Days. I think it was Wildwood Nights or whatever. Uh, oh, 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 these Wildwood Days. Wild, 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 wild. There's a party night. Wild, wild, wild. That's something. It's from the 50s. And Wildwood's a is a resort, a family resort in South Jersey on the Atlantic. Obviously on the Atlantic, not on the Pacific, but it's not, it's not on Delaware Bay. And it's a big boardwalk and used to have like six different piers, if I remember correctly, six different piers or five different piers full of amusements and games and restaurants and things like that. It was just a, you know, for kids in the Philadelphia region, from south of Phil, south of New York, or you know, you got that Wildwood was the place to go, and and north of of uh, Maryland, they that was Wildwood. It would just be, it was crazy. It was great, but that was since the fifties, and the song was from the fifties, and I'm thinking. Why in the hell are we in the Keys, Florida Keys? And one of the songs that they play every day is Wildwood Days. And it just seems weird to me that it pops on there. And it's a song from my neck of the woods that people older than me enjoyed that song. There were people, I guess right now there were I mean, there's probably younger people that enjoy songs, older songs, but they grew up with it. People are in their mid-70s now, mid to late 70s, or early 80s. They were in their 20s when that song came out. Sound like in 60, 61? I was, before I was born. So, yeah. That's an old song, and it shows up. And it was really kind of, it's not creeping me out. It's just weirding me out a little like to thank you for listening. This is Jim the Keys Bartender. Please keep downloading those episodes. I'll talk to you later. Bye. We're going to play some music. Huh? Sue.
Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SIMPLE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SIMPLE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SIMPLE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. 